This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink or ask us a question, choose to Drinkwise. This is BC via Twitter. Do you think the grand final sites have given the media enough access post-game? It feels like they were being filmed in bars and clubs by the public. That seems to be most of what people have been getting. Um, I'll just jump in there first, Hutchie. As a rule, once the game is uh, run and won... Apart from the post-match conferences and the post-match access to the the rooms and then a couple of uh, Sunday footy show, for instance, interviews on the Sunday and then the presentation in a public form again on that Sunday afternoon, that's pretty much it, isn't it, from a, the formalities attached to to the media side of uh, either the winning or, or losing team. That that happened in Perth. Um Look, I think some of that some of that footage with uh, Max Gord on the shoulders of Adam Tomlinson and Simon Goodwin on the shoulders of Max Gord, I mean, that was filmed. I think one of those two was uh, came from the club itself, I think. But otherwise, yeah, you're always a chance, aren't you, to, to have a, a camera from the public put on you? Yeah, it was probably a tricky one for the Demons, right? They wanted to let their supporters into the celebrations but didn't want to intrude on the public's, on the privacy of the players. And then you've got to marry that up against the public's ability to get the pictures themselves. So I think it's been handled pretty well overall. And I thought Goodwin... Handled it pretty well about his own uh, time on Max Gordon's shoulders. Yep. Uh, Christy Stoli on Twitter and Pete Fairburn. Fairbairn. Hello, Pete. Um, and, and several others have asked questions about uh, Basil Zempel's situation on the microphone. Hachi, we addressed that in the main body of the sounding board, so I'll refer those people and those questions back to have you, there. Have you ever had a moment like that where you've forgotten to do something on stage? Uh, on stage? I haven't done a grand final, Hachi. No, I, I don't think so. I've certainly butchered presentations. Um, I've told it. I think I've told the story before, but the worst thing that ever happened to me was I, not on stage, but interviewing the wrong person, which I'm <laughs> sure I've told the war story on that on the sounding board before. As a soccer player, wasn't it? Yeah, the soccer player. <laughs> That's right. Robbie Slater joins us. And Robbie, ahead of this weekend's huge <laughs> World Cup qualifier. Oh, I'm not, uh, I'm not Robbie Slater. <laughs> that was I'm live Robbie TV Innes. news cross, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. It was a cross to, pre-recorded cross to Tim Webster on uh, Sports Tonight. <laughs> Uh, Nick Bodson on Twitter should the AFL ever adopt a similar setup to the English Premier League final round where every game starts at the same day and time it would make for a fantastic spectacle given how close the race was for the top four and top eight this season I like the spirit of it but it does cost you eyeballs from a broadcast yeah. perspective. The, the, the money attached to the scheduling, Nick, would uh, preclude it. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think one of the famous – it was 1987, wasn't it, Hutchie? There were three matches of footy. Stephen Kernan kicked a goal after the siren to secure a top spot for North. He had that Melbourne and Hawthorne game from memory in the final round. Um, yeah, there were, there were three games going on that, that involved placements in finals and spots in finals. And we had a bit of that this absolutely. We had a bit of that this uh, this round. I think the drama still played out pretty well, didn't it? Uh, this is Dane Adams on Facebook. Hutchie addressing this one to me, saying that now that Melbourne has won the flag for the first time since '64, is it an omen bet for the Cleveland Browns, who also last won a national championships in 1964 to take home the Super Bowl? Could that be going to the dog pound, Damo? The dog, the dog pound. Um, I I haven't actually caught up. Did they win week three? I know they won. I've been timing my run for this week yeah. in the NFL. And I know how much you love uh, JB, so you only barry for the Browns, for those who don't know, because JB does. No, I'm still, following it's, JB it's around in Perth. More Raiders than, than Browns, but yep. Browns, yeah. Raiders are going well, Hutch. You've noticed tough, that. T- was it tough for you in Perth to have to have both JB and Basil in the same town and have to like 
have two BFFs and have to like manage that sort of that gap between the two. That'd have been tricky. I had to stick with the, the long term one, Hutchie, but Basil made a late run at that at that particular status. He did. Yep. yep. Uh, does the AFL have to fix the digital streaming rights? And this is from Jason on Twitter before the AFL Grand Final, following the closure of Live Pass. What actually happened there in the end, Hutchie? I know there was some discussion in the lead up to it. I, I didn't catch up with how it actually. Jason, played I out. actually actually don't know. I'm not across the specifics of the Brownlow either, and I should be. Um, yeah. What happened? The, uh, the, the, there was discussion. Um, and I was aware of the discussion, but I don't actually know what happened on the day itself. So, Jason and Jane, if you can remind us to maybe look at that for next week, we'll try and come back with a, an answer there. Um, Robert Horwell on Facebook, Hutchie, after seeing the grand final have a two-week break, I can't help but think this should be the norm. This week off should feature a Saturday gala of footy showcasing all aspects of the sport, local league grand finals, AFLW, All-Star game, a local footy legends game at Marvel, the VFL grand final on the Friday night. This would just be a starting point. Thoughts? You've got some views on this. Yeah, I'd do it during September, all that activity, and the AFLW season. I'm a big believer in play, lots of content when we're most interested in it. At the moment, we play the least amount of content when we're most interested in it. So that I, I like your thought, Robert, but I reckon after the AFL Grand Final, people's interest is gone and the interest is heightened between round 22 or 3 and the last game of the season. So there's a six-week window to drive extra content in, and that's what I would maximise. Michael Simon having a little crack at me here, Hutchie, via Facebook, seeing as the so-called former Chief Sheffield Shield cricket writer couldn't answer my cricket question a fortnight ago. I'll direct this one to you, Hutchie. No worries, Michael. I'll answer it. Do you agree with the government's decision to not allow the England squad to bring families over? Would you begrudge any English players who chose not to travel over as a result with Ben Stokes? Brackets mental health already unlikely to come. What impact would any other withdrawals have on the series? So I'll answer that in sequence. You'd much prefer the families to be allowed to come, but that can't come at the expense of the incoming quotas on stranded Australians. So I'd prefer stranded Australians to get home first before families of English cricketers second. Um, if, if I assume they're entwined. don't know the specifics well enough, but it, would I begrudge anyone not coming? Absolutely not. It's personal choice. Um, should we find a way where there's a soft version of quarantine on the way in and then let uh, the English freely roam, absolutely we should. Um, is there a charter flight option that, that could be over and above the thresholds of people coming back? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it, I don't, I think the alternative probably is to play the summer somewhere other than Australia. Do we actually need to play it here? Would be my only other thought. Is there an opportunity to play Australia versus England in real time in the UAE or part of the series there until the until things open in the new year. Oh, be a- I see, I'd, have, I'd have no interest in it if that's the case. And 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 I'm struggling to have interest in it anyway because we're not going to have crowds anyway. So, But, um, but taking it taking it off offshore... I'd- there will be definitely crowds. Don't worry about that. There'll be crowds. Mid- Mid-December onwards, there'll be crowds. Uh, Richard Hutch, you, Berth- you said this last year and, the, and there weren't. Yeah, there were. Well, had, there, weren't, there weren't the crowds. Sydney had 11,000. Brisbane had a crowd. Um, Melbourne didn't have a crowd for two tests. Well, three of the five tests had crowds. That wasn't bad. That's what I mean. There weren't crowds. Um, oh, uh, Michael, uh, by the way, Richard Booth asked the same question that I got asked a hundred times in Perth. How many? What's the over and under on Damo's off-season <laughs> holidays? So there's a lot of big, long time of session. You, used to, you asked me a long time ago, stop mentioning the 22 weeks. I could be getting a bit of well, tw- oh, well, yeah, stop mentioning the 22 weeks and stick Sorry. to the factual 10 Richard, that it is. I think in fairness to Damo, he has... 10? 
done some extra work and he's reconfigured his AFL deal a bit to be a bit more of a team I've player. Got, it's I'm very upfront not... about this. I'm happy to tell people I've got 10 weeks written into the deal and, and I reckon I've given myself unders on it, by the way. But it's, yeah, I've got it's 10. 20. It's 20 weeks. It should be I'm 20. Told. It actually should be Richard, 20, but it is it, only 10. It's 20. And he also gets time in lieu. No, no, I do not. So no. and he gets, he gets, takes time in lieu, and he gets, he gets overtime, and he takes public holidays. I get a straight and ten, and, it, and it, again, I'm underselling myself, but I might have to revisit that next this, time around. Glenn this Dijon, the season will be moved back next year, two weeks, just to accommodate Damo's return to the office. We're going to have a buy a buy week before I come back, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Glenn Dijon, with the massive massive success of Peyton and Eli Manning on Monday Night Football, have you seen that? Before I get to the question, yes. I haven't yet. I haven't seen one kick of NFL this year, and I'm shattered, but I'm about to this weekend. Uh, who could replicate it in the AFL? It's not a Melbourne Cup field, is it? No, it's not. I suspect the big the big end of TV next year will be Nathan Buckley, won't he? He'll be, he'll be well in demand. You'd think so. Uh, just one more, Hutchie. Simon Morris on email. Why is it that, that some of the footy TV shows like footy classified and footy podcasts like uh, the Sports Bet Pod don't do a show after the grand final? Seems like the... Talent negotiates their contracts to end once the grand final is played. Seems weird not to do a show after the biggest game of the year. Very good question, Archie. Because You're breaking some of up, us, Simon. You're breaking up. Some of us like access all areas. <laughs> we we choose to do one, Archie, after the biggest game of the year. You, you, you spilled 30 weeks up of, uh, of drama and storylines, and then you don't do one, Archie. What happened? I was, even I tuned in from, from uh, Perth to see what you were going to talk about on – on Footy Classified. We did one on a Sunday footy show too, Hutchie. The two that I'm involved in have them. Why, why didn't you do one? Well, we're an expensive show, Damo. The, the, the calibre of the people on the program and the cost involved in attracting such talent to the program makes it very prohibitive from a cost perspective. Well, our, our listeners and, <laughs> and, and viewers just, on, just, on our products uh, like the fact that we do. It's just tradition. It's just tradition. And we have in the past. It's just tradition. Uh, so you want to hide behind tradition on this one, and, and we went and, through and say that it's no good when you talk about it in the in the main body of the sounding board tradition. No, I think it's just been the way it has been done in the past. The grand final week, which Nine does so well, Footy Classified Monday, now the EJ Witten special on the Wednesday. And the Friday the night. Three million dollar telethon match. was unbelievable. And How good the was Sunday that? Yeah. Is the way it's marketed and presented as the finale. So yep. we play right. our role in that. That was question time for this week for the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.